everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from chilly Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, sudden unexpected displays of devotion. It's kind of fun. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, here's what we're going to talk about. This was inspired by a real event that real happened event. this very evening. Yeah. Which is that we which are in the lead-in for was... <laughs> What's that drumming? What's happening? What's that noise? What is going on? And what are you? Are you hearing that? I literally started singing Mr. the the drummer boy, because there was drumming happening in my yeah. neighborhood. No, yeah, yeah. And then we looked was, out. We looked out my window, and it, it, that's not what was what it was. But there was a drummer boy. There was. There, there was, were. There were a few. There was definitely. There were. Yeah. There were a handful. Weren't yeah. There? All right. Well. Cool. We'll get to that in, in a little bit. Uh, but first, Dan. Yeah. An apology. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, you're sorry. I'm sorry. Which one of us is sorry? Are you apologizing to me? Fortunately, this time it has to do with neither of us. Oh, okay. Um, Thank has, goodness. It has to do with American Airlines. Oh? Yeah. Oh. You know. They they owe me an apology. Aren't they the friendly skies? <laughs> Apparently. Isn't that what they're known for being? Um, well, recently, um, the incident happened back in October. Okay. But it really started to get some, like... Uh, traction online recently and some articles have come out and it kind of made its round around uh the the social media sphere uh but uh a woman a passenger um by the name of swati rooney goyle okay okay you don't have to make up names frank <laughs> that's a real name oh, okay um she's a 49 year old woman from key west um and she had boarded an American Airlines flight from Miami to Las Vegas, and she was wearing a T-shirt that read "Hail Satan." Sure. Now, you know that's going to ruffle some people's feathers. Sure. But you normally wouldn't expect the reaction that she got. Oh. Which is, uh, the flight crew uh, asked her to gather her things. <laughs> And come to the front of the plane. Okay. And she says, at which point I thought, oh, great, we're being upgraded. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, there, there was a little bit of uh, back and forth between the flight crew and the flight attendants and everybody and the, the her husband and, and her. And uh, that's when they, they realized, she and her husband, that the flight attendant that they were really dealing with was serious about them getting up and uh, getting off of the flight. They were uh, being, they were, she was kicked off the flight? Yeah. Um, and as they sort of talk <laughs> through this whole thing, um, the, it, it, you know, it comes out that, uh, let's see, the, uh, the flight crew was asking her to change her shirt on the grounds that it was offensive. Change yep. her shirt or get off the flight. Oh my God. Right? Because it was, quote, offensive. And they actually have, uh, specific conditions of carriage listed on their website, on the American Airlines website. Okay. Um, that says, dress appropriately, bare feet or offensive clothing aren't allowed. Okay. And so they were saying that so this was no MAGA offensive. hats? Well, yeah, exactly, right? Like, they picked her out specifically for this t-shirt that she'd actually bought from the Satanic Temple. Right. right. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, um, they have a lovely clothing line. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but hail Satan is not the same, even though, like, don't try to tell a Christian this because they won't believe you. But hail Satan is actually not the same as fuck Christians. 
because, oh, but that's how they see it. Right. But I'm but what I'm saying is like well, I would I would totally be on board if they were like you can't wear a fuck Christian's shirt on the on the Oh, right. I'm like I, I would that because that is I think profanity on the t-shirt. You have a case for it's offensive. Well, and you also case, like depending also, on what it says. Also right. something that offends and in, that that attacks a whole group of people. Sure. That could be offensive. Yeah. Even if it even if it doesn't have any profanity, but it if it says, you know, gay people suck or whatever. That would be that happens though. Well, <laughs> what, the gay people sucking? Yeah, that happens. They do suck from time to time. But um <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> but no, Dan, Dan. Um, so American Airlines now is actually trying to uh, make things right. Mm. Um, they have apologized. Okay. And uh, she, and they've actually offered um, Goyle some, uh, some free flights. Okay. Right? Well, a refund for her flight, I guess. Which isn't. Oh no! You're no, gonna. You're, you're gonna, gonna. You need more. Than you're that. gonna fly me around <laughs> some kids. Also, yeah. I'm now a diamond medallion member. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Some. Uh, you know what? I'd take a whole bunch of upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Why not? I'll still pay for coach. You're gonna put it's, me up there for a while. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Like that. I'd be fine with that. We're, um. We're, she. She's we're actually. Make this right. She's. She says she doesn't want anything free. She oh. wants. Apologies yes. from the flight attendants, not the airline. A little too easy, American Airlines. Your, your PR department, you're you're good at that, right? Huh. Um, and she wants uh, training for all American Airlines employees about religious discrimination. Oh wow, she's she's really going for it. Yeah, I um, I would not have taken that route. <laughs> I would one hundred percent have been like, okay, well, I can make this a much bigger stink than it is now. <laughs> Or, or, and hear me out on this, here we go. Get your checkbook, because we're going to start writing. Uh, she says, I want people to understand that if I were wearing a Blessed by Jesus t-shirt, yeah, right, or a Star of David, or something that says Praise Be Allah, um, that I would be treated, that I should be treated the same wearing a Hail Satan t-shirt. A hundred percent. It makes so, me want to... That's my new travel clothes. I am going to buy Satan gear. Absolutely. And that's my new travel clothes. Yeah. But you might run into a flight crew like this one. That yeah. If nothing else, they're just like, you know, if the good Lord's going to like make a plane crash today. <laughs> there is that it's, question. It's, it's going to be this one. <laughs> if we let this stand. Son of a bitch. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I know you're there. I know you like all these people, but there's that one, and I'm worried about her. <laughs> She's going to drag us all to hell. <laughs> all of us. Oh, my one God. One bad apple. Ugh, be much more worried about how much that pilot's had to drink. Anyway, yeah. uh, interesting, fascinating, and I am I when I say that I'm going to buy devil-branded <laughs> clothing, and that's all I'm going to fly in for the rest of my life, yeah. Just no, I'm not kidding. I'm yeah. actually going to do that. Oh, good. You should. You absolutely should. But I think I've missed the boat on the free stuff. Oh. I, I We'll see. <laughs> and I fly mostly Delta, and they don't care about they Satan. They don't care at all. Satan probably owns Delta. I don't know. Anyway, uh. Uh, I'm going to take... Here we are in these United States, 
And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this tradition, but we, as a culture, provide names for our young, for the, for the babies. We do the choosing. We choose some, some names and the babies, they just, that's their moniker for the and rest. And you get no say in it. <laughs> you get, Did I want to be Frank? No. No. Who would want that? That's a fate worse than death. <laughs> it's terrible. It's not a good child's name. It is kind of Frank. weird. It's a very adult name. It does feel like an adult name. So, and it's also a name that uh, I don't know a soul who just calls me Frank. Oh, yeah? No. Why would they? Like people at work, I guess. But it's always Francis or Franklin or Frankie <laughs> or it's anything but my name. Which none of those are actually your name. None. No. Your name is just Frank. And people are always shocked when they find out right. that my name's not actually Franklin. Right. Right. Because that's the one I call you. Right. Well, it, more so that surely Frank is short for it's something. It's got to be short for something. Nobody would just be called Frank. Frank. <laughs> that's only one syllable. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I was look. you and I were discussing names and I was mm. talking about the, the, the top names of our generation. Yeah. The, the, the big, the big boy names of, our, of the year we were born. Right. Uh, Frank wasn't in the top 20 but daniel was yeah uh no longer in the top 20 daniel uh, oh dan but i'll tell you what is in the top 10 now for boys just made it according to babycenter.com muhammad in these united states in these united states wow yeah made it above like i would uh, i would have thought that Carlos or whatever would have been no above no. that, but I mean, I, I mean, and I mean, I don't mean this like in any sort of negative way, I guess. But um, Muslims like the name Muhammad, yeah, and they often they do, and so many of Muslim families name their firstborn Muhammad. Yeah, that's that is just like a tradition. It's to honor the Prophet. It's whatever. Yeah. So there are so like in Islam, there are so many muhammad right yeah and so many nicknames for muhammad and so yeah. just so that you don't have to say muhammad and 50 men turn around and you're like yeah. i know him that one yeah yeah you, you you thought it was bad with jason in the 80s right yeah exactly or chris or michael michael that was the top michael's one. the worst one yeah Anyway, none of those are in the top now. It's 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 a whole new what world. I want to hear. I wanna I'll know. tell you what. Muhammad kicked Mason off out of the top ten. Mason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the girls' side, number ten, another uh, Arabic name. What? Aliyah. Really? Yeah. Okay. What well, else? Which actually kicked another Arabic name out of the top ten, which is Layla. Really? Yeah. Is this the first time uh, that? Uh, well, yeah, this is the first time Muhammad's been on the list. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep, but it's been moving steadily up. They've been okay. watching it go just sort of skyrocket in the states. I mean, it's it's all over the world. You know, there's a billion Muslims all over the Something world, like so that, yeah. so it's like yeah. there's a lot of Muhammads. Uh, are there any other? Uh, I'll tell you, there are some ones that surprise me. There are obviously always uh, some biblical names. But good the, Christian names. But the biblical names uh, are not what I mean. It used to be. It was. It was. Uh, Daniel was a big one, and yeah. whatever. Now you got you got Noah is number okay. three. Okay. Uh, I think Lucas is a biblical name, and ah. that's that's number seven. Okay. Uh, so that's interesting. 
Some of these names, I am shocked at how popular some of these. Oh, and Elijah is number eight. That's another bit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Elijah. But I will say, like, like Eli's then going to be wandering mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah. Okay. How about this, though? Number one boy's name, Liam. I'm really surprised by that. What is wrong with the world? <laughs> what are you people doing? Listen, breeders. These aren't names. This is no good. Jackson, uh, Grayson. Gra- no. Grayson comes in at number five. Come on. No. Back in my day, Caden. No, we had real names. These are these are terrible names. Uh, apparently, Game of Thrones has had its influence <laughs> because number five on the girls' side is Arya. Oh dear God. Yeah. Why people? And Sophia has remained number one across this nation of ours for like a decade on the girl side. That's really interesting. Yeah, Sophia. Sophia. I mean, it's a nice name. Sure, it's a great name. Uh, and yeah, you gotta have your. You'll have your Latin people that are that are naming but their like their daughters the Sophia, yeah. but yeah. like also it's just just white it's folks. It's a nice name. Yeah. Still. Doesn't After seem all like these years. Doesn't seem like it that's would be. really. It's really interesting because names have such a kind of ebb and flow mm-hmm. popularity thing. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that's a thing, I guess. There you go. Um. Yeah. I remember my mom <laughs> was always. Uh. She thought that she she was so proud of her 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 pick for a boy's name for my older brother. Uh huh. Because up until that point, there hadn't been a lot of Matthews. Oh, my and God. she thought that she would picked a name <laughs> that was going to just be like, so, you know, that's a good solid name. You don't hear it very often. Right, yeah. And she was like, I guess, the forefront in the 60s of, of the that name. The like, wave of Matthews. A huge Everybody's a Matthew forever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan. Um this story I wanted to bring up, it, it, it actually is a topic that we've talked a lot about on the show, which sure. is uh, African nations making um, homosexuality illegal. Oh, they love to do it. Right. Through, and either some, there, there's all sorts of different you know punishments <laughs> and penalties, but on the what. list include life imprisonment and death penalty, depending yeah. on where you're at. In this this show, if we bring up Africa in this show, it's not a good story. <laughs> Let me just point out. You I'm hear? sure there are plenty of good stories coming out of Africa. Sure. Yeah, but on this, this show, show. Not this show. Unfortunately. Well, Dan, yeah. I would say that goes for a lot of places. Yeah, that's true. We talk about the bad things that happen anyway. Yeah. yeah. But every but we try to talk about good things when we find them. Yeah. But on the religious front... <laughs> Africa's not doing great. If if it's gotten our attention, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, well, the reason that I wanted to bring this one up is that um, a lot of these laws, in essence, we've talked about them when they're being passed, when the idea of it being a crime is more hypothetical right. than actually put into practice right. Right, by, the, by law enforcement. Well, there are currently uh, 47 men on trial... Uh, in Nigeria, oh um, under their anti-homosexuality laws, uh, currently, uh, it sounds like it's it's kind of a giant trial. They were all picked up as part of the same uh, raid or whatever. Uh, or an an incident that the police described 
as uh, being an initiation ceremony into a gay club. Oh. And that the men at the event uh, describe as being a birthday party. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how you come away with that. That disparity. Because, you know, I I was when I read the police police account of the whole thing, I was like, "Well, good on them having a gay club." I know, right? kind of like there's a, like they've got like they've, they've got secret codes. Yeah, and I I don't know exactly what the, the initiation might look like, but good on them. Have fun with it. Good for you guys. And then I read like the next part, and I was like, "Fuck you, police." Yeah, they were just they good. Were, God, talk about just like there's too many men at this party. Yeah, you must be a gay club, some some sort of underground gay. What's that round yeah. thing over there with candles on it? Uh, some uh, sort of initiation rite. Obviously, that is yeah. balloons. <laughs> what do they symbolize? Queers. <laughs> you disgust me with your with well, the, I, with your pointy hats. There's a red one. <laughs> There's an orange one. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a now, rainbow. You kind of have to imagine it, but you put them all in a line, and you got yourself a rainbow. <laughs> I think, I think, I'm really enjoying the redneck Africans. <laughs> <laughs> most, most of the cops in Africa are out of the American South. I think. <laughs> I think that's kind of it's a known fact. Anyway, anyway, I do like I, I like something about that. But um, here we go, Dan. Yeah. Um, so they are currently, like I said, on trial in Nigeria. Uh, this offense uh, that they're being uh, charged with carries a ten-year jail term. Um, and essentially, uh, the the the. A lot of the sort of campaigners and uh, advocates for the the gay community are really. I mean, obviously, this needs to go the right way. Yeah. But they're seeing this as a as a test. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seeing it as a test of of this law and laws like this in Nigeria. Right. Um, so this is from Zenarth Muhammad. He's the executive director of the. Uh, of, uh, it's called the Initiative for Equal Rights. Um, he said the law had historically been used to harass okay. and to blackmail, right? Right. But they'd ne- but to this point, they'd never seen any convictions, right? And they'd never seen people actually put on trial and actually like, like the police would like round up some people and say, you know what? And well, then, we're and gonna then, ruin you. And then they shake them down. And they shake them down. Oh God. Um, and so. Let's see. the The men, uh, they've been granted bail, about a, little, a bit over a thousand dollars bail. Which this was actually happened in a very in a impoverished area. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about quite a bit of money. Um, and uh, and this trial is likely to go on for several months. Like it's just, yeah, it's just a mess. Well, and their and lives so are. I mean, now really? now they're in the public eye as, mm-hmm. as gay men, and mm-hmm. that's just going to make their lives so miserable. What a fucking what a nightmare! Yeah, what a bullshit. Uh, well, at least the whole question is fixed in this country. <laughs> at least everything's all better here. I mean, you say that, 
And we're in we're in a pretty good place. I'm joking. It's not. We're in a good place. We're in a much better place than right. that. But things are always in flux. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust any of it, There's and I don't good, hold out good strong backlash. I want there to be hope for these men in Nigeria. But to to the the takeaway from this uh-huh. is not, oh well, these United States. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we we got it rough too. No, 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 no. We've we've we're we're in a good place comparatively speaking. yeah so i just oh i wish them well okay i know um, but, but hopefully um, i'm gonna try to follow and and okay and and maybe we'll we'll be revisiting that story cool and hopefully it's a good turn yeah cool 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 um i'm gonna take us to the holy sea itself mm-hmm. the little country Oh, that holy sea. In uh, in contained in the bigger country. I was wondering about some body of water. <laughs> nope, nope. This is the S E E. The Vatican. Yeah. Uh, where a new report has come out. Uh, the basically this uh, this came out in the Wall Street Journal. They apparently reported that. Uh, uh, okay, so. We've talked about this fairly recently. There's there's a fund within the Catholic Church that is a pure meant to be that is told to their parishioners it is their charity fund. And they have a big drive to fill those coffers every year, I think around June, something like that. That was splendid. It's called Peter's Pence. Oh. Peter Piper picks Good name. Yeah, exactly. Solid name. And uh and and you give to it, and that's that's not for the church, that's to go to charity. That is the ch- their charity fund. This is a fantastic program. Sure, Just charity. Yes, that's great. Good. Uh, how? What percentage of those donations would you say uh, would go to actual charity? Well, let's see. I mean, there's going to be some overhead. Sure, right. Sure, there's sure, going to be sure. some sort of managerial and you know It'd be reasonable. administrative type stuff Absolutely. maybe some rents to pay 100% reasonable um, obviously if... some villas to buy for <laughs> someone okay we're getting less reasonable but <laughs> we know the catholic church so we know what's happening i mean i think it would be appalling especially if they say that it's over that this is truly just this is the yeah, charity this fund. isn't this the is... collection plate that's right. that's funding the church right this is just the charity i fund. think it'd be appalling if it was anything under like 80 percent. so you you wouldn't like the number 10 then that 10 percent goes toward administrative fees no <laughs> no <laughs> 10 that goes to charity oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. No, Dan. Yeah, apparently that's what that's what uh the journal is reporting. Uh it is but <laughs> about 90% goes to overhead? 90 90% staffing. No, 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 no. It is going to the like to trying to pay for the Vatican's crippling budget deficit that has been increasing and increasing under uh under Pope Francis's reign. He's trying to he like he just fired one of his finance guys and whatever, but like apparently shit's gone so slaunch wise that like literally they're s- literally stealing from the poor to fund it to finance this goddamn church. Uh, guess what's gonna dry up this year? 
we you would, you would want hope. that to happen. You would hope that people go, no, 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 no. Yeah. That probably won't happen. But, yeah. um, oh, God. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. You know what they need to do, Dan? What? Uh, they need to uh, have some meetings with the folks downtown at the Mormon church. Yeah. Because those people have more money than... Yeah. Then, then, then they know what to do with at this point. But they, they didn't always. They were in trouble. They were in deep trouble yeah. just 60 years ago. 70, 60, 70 years ago. But they, right? they beat that. And they turned it uh, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they don't do like the traditional how you fund a religion thing anymore. No, no who you'd be a fool to do it. No, that. no, no. I, yeah, that's the thing. Mormonism is hemorrhage. Like all of the big, big organized religions, they're hemorrhaging. Members, you mean? Members. Yeah. Or at least tithe-paying members. Yeah. They're bringing in members... In the third world. That pay nothing. Right. So if if they were run entirely on tithing, they'd be screwed. Right. But But they're they're not. not. They're billions of dollars in investments that are paying out richly for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. But apparently, uh, not so much the Catholics. That's I find that How shocking. How is that impossible? That must be impossible. Because we reported just a couple weeks ago on the Catholics, how the how they got swindled in some, like, uh, r- London real estate nonsense. Yeah. They're investing. They're just being, they're just idiots about it. This is why you don't have priests do your, uh, do, do your stuff. You got to have businessmen. Which yeah. is what the which is what the Mormons have. Yeah, it's just it's all of their leaders are former businessmen and doctors. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. God, God that's how you build a sustainable. You know, come into the modern era, Catholics. Jesus, yeah. get your these, act together. All these all these old fucking relics. Right, they're not making money for no. you. They're caught. They caught. It's all overhead. <sighs> Oh, they've got one, overhead. one euro all in the in the little jar or whatever churches and the little all this crap that needs upkeep. Yeah, no. it's, it's not. You're not doing it. No, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it guys. wrong. Yeah. All right. Admission to St. Peter's. Well, they do charge admission to St. Peter's, don't they? To the Vatican museums, they do. Not but just, you can just walk walk right into oh, St. Okay. Peter's. Well, there you go. Gotta learn. Gotta do something. Gotta learn. Come on, guys. Yeah, because people aren't putting coins in the... They're not turning on the little candles. <laughs> yeah, anyway. They do, but it's not enough. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, Another topic th- that comes up a bit on this show mm-hmm. is uh, the, the movement in this country away from organized religion. Sure. We're talking about this. All the fucking time. So I'm sorry I'm bringing it up again. Because it's glorious. Yeah. We're winning. We're, like, or we're, we're at least we're gaining ground. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you. Millen- at a record pace. Millennials, right? We've had a lot of numbers, a lot of indicate. We know where they're at right now. The off We know where they've been. Millennials, yeah. Right? That, they're, that they're leaving religion, yeah. organized religion, in sort of in record numbers. They're, they're, right? they're the big segment of right. non-believers but, in the world. If you in like this the, the basically the social science behind the whole thing was less convinced because there tends to be some ebb and flow. Oh, sure, sure. With sure. Um, sort of uh, each generation, sort of they they grow up religious, yeah. then they kind of don't do religion. They in experiment their with years. with lesbianism and non religiosity <laughs> in college. <laughs> 
But then they, they settle maybe down. Their young professional years, whatever. Um, they, 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 they're just out there. They're not going to church, right? That's not what they're up to, right? Generally speaking, right? But but then you get married. You have a couple and kids. Maybe you still don't really do much. But you got a kid. When you get the kid, yeah. Traditionally, you were speaking. raised in in a religion, so you know going to church, and so. You take your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And this this is sort of the standard thing. And they and so people were kind of looking at the millennials and they're going, Well, you know, they're actually like they're buying houses later and they're mm-hmm. uh, technically their careers really aren't taking off till later. And, and they're, they're getting married they're later, married they're getting married later, they're yep. having kids later. Like what we we the jury is still out. Um, until what? they start having kids in large numbers, right? Until right. they start doing all these sort of standard american things that that's that signal adulthood right we don't really know what they're doing with religion right 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 well now we do the numbers are in the numbers are in and the millennials are not going back i love it they are out they're not going back right and there's some really interesting we could have told you that well yeah i could have told you that i know but like now we can say it with complete and full confidence yeah there's a there's a there's a piece of there's paper. A, there's paper behind it. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah. So some of the things um, that they're kind of looking at is kind of factors in this. Uh, one of them, millennials never really had a strong ties or really had strong ties to religion to begin with, they're saying. Okay. Um, and this right. largely has to do with uh, the way that they um, were raised. Sure. While their parents, boomers... Um, were likely to go to church. They they didn't go in in the numbers that their parents had gone. No, not but it was yeah. still vast majorities and right. everything. But well, there was and, this little window, and they had right? this sort of heartless non conviction to the whole thing. Right, and they often, I guess, like just sent their in greater numbers. They would send their kids to Sunday school uh-huh. than actually attend church with them. Right, which was kind of a thing. Oh, that's interesting. Um, you go to church, yeah. I'm not going. You have to go to school on Monday through Friday, and then I have to look at you for a Sunday? Get out of here. Um, And so, but they're also, so another point here is young adults um, are increasingly likely to have a spouse who's who's non-religious. So, Mm. and and, and they're, they're, so basically what they're saying is that, like, um, in large part due to, like, different ways of meeting people like through apps and whatnot Uh you and through online dating and whatnot um you're aligning with people who share your values and your worldview much more easily sure but if you have this little community and you're not meeting over a lot of these like this issue like where did you really vet this person about their non- you know, belief. Right. Right. So what they're, what they're saying is that you're actually having the non-believers getting together instead of the believer getting together with a, a kind of a non casual non-believer. Right. Who ends up just going along with this whole pattern again. Right. Right. Of taking their kids to church and everything. So that's kind of caused this cohort, so to speak of 40, about 40% of the population. What? Of, of, uh, not population of millennials. Yeah. That, are claiming to be non-religious. Oh, I love it. Which is essentially the same number of millennials that are claiming to be Christian. Damn. Right? Um, so we are winning. 
we're, we're no, <laughs> we're winning. Um, there's uh, the the third thing that they brought up um, was sort of uh, just changing views in general about the relationship between morality and religion. Yeah, and that people don't see these two things as being connected. Citing, of course, you know the religious right yeah. and how negative and toxic uh, they can tend to be. Um, so unless you sort of align with them politically, and this is what we're this so this is the divide now, right? Is it's a Christian conservative right, yeah, and a secular liberal left, and that we know this, right? This, yeah. this is not shocking, no. But it's it's all bearing out, and uh, and this is the pattern. This is this is the America that we live in. That's great. A conservative, like yeah, and it's going and it, essentially what this what they're saying is this only further entrenches the divide. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it. Ugh. Well, speaking of that divide, yeah, I'm gonna take us to. Uh, <laughs> the White House uh, had their um, uh, Hanukkah festivities, if you can call them that. Uh, if you can call it festivities when it's being held by a bunch of anti-Semites. I don't know what you call Hanukkah celebration when it's a bunch of anti-Semites. And it may seem like I'm being... Like, there may be some people out there who are like, how dare you accuse... The, the Trump administration of anti-Semitism. I think you're kidding yourself if you say that. Right. Uh, you're just not paying attention. But uh, one of the one of the great things, uh, just to sort of prove a point, one of the one one of the people that was called up to speak at this at this uh, little soiree mm -hmm. of Mr. Trump's was one Robert. You can't be saved if you're a Jew, Jeffers. The wow, the, the Dallas-based no, pastor. Wait, wait, what? No, this is a Hanukkah celebration. Correct. Why is there not a rabbi? <laughs> Fuck you. That's why. Because why, why Jeffress? That doesn't make any sense. He, he because he's he knows Donald Trump's favorite. He talks a bunch of Bible talk. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Robert wow. Jeffress. Uh, ta yeah, exactly. He literally, he has literally said that Jews cannot, that Jews will be going to hell. Like, in public, out loud. My God. And he's the one that was chosen to speak to the Jews of this country. Did, did. Because uh, the messaging Did any is, Jewish people show up to this event? Oh, does it matter? Do they, I mean. I think it matters. I mean, it matters, uh, but you know. It's probably all Jews for Jesus. It's probably who it is. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Wow. Well, that's that's horrifying. Yeah. I'm 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 sorry. Jeffers was also people. sent. That sucks. If if you don't, if lest we forget, he was also sent uh, to speak in Jerusalem last year <laughs> at the opening of the new U.S. embassy. Oh my God. So like you know. As much fuck you as the Trump administration throws out, it, they've gotten real good at it. They've gotten real, real good at the at the backhanded compliment, at the pretending we're doing one thing and then making it very clear we're doing the opposite thing. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm horrified. Pretty damned amazing. Well, yeah. hey, hey, Dan, before we move on, uh-huh. um, I just wanted to just say that I, I, I realized while we, we were talking about your story, yes. that I forgot to say that this was Pew Research. Oh, for your, my last your thing. One. Okay. If anybody out there's the curious, millennials, yeah, yeah, go go check yeah, in yeah, with yeah. Pew if, if you want to know where I got any of that. Pew 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 pew. Hey, uh, Frank. Dan, here's, yeah, here, I've learned something uh, about myself. What's that? In the past little while, here's what I've Tell learned. Tell me, Dan. I haven't been brushing very well. My whole oh, that... life, okay. I have not been brushing my teeth very well. Okay. This is what I have learned. Uh, and the, the the lesson teacher of this has been Quip for oh, me. Okay, great. So I'm. So what have you been doing wrong? So I just don't brush enough. I I I would just give it a quick one, two, three, and I'm done. Well, how'd you miss that lesson in life? Uh, <laughs> listen, when you have ADHD, you go as fast as you can. You get you try. The fact that a brush was in my mouth is a miracle. Okay, all right. But here's the great thing. Okay. I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't, like, literally, the reason that I was going so fast is that my my brain wasn't in it. Uh-huh. So I just, like, kind of keep going until it felt done, and then I'd be done. Yeah. But the Quip is amazing. It's, you know, it's got the supersonic speed. You put it in your mouth, and it tells you, you focus on a quadrant. Yeah. You pick your quadrant. Yeah. Focus on Start that. Start there. And it's going, and then it- Don't lose track. It gives you a little buzz. Yeah. Move on to the next quadrant. Yeah, yeah. Move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. You're done. Yeah. And you haven't had to keep track of anything because it's doing it for you. Yeah. I do lower left. Okay. Lower right. Upper right. Upper left. Okay. That's 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 how I move through my mouth. All right. Yeah. But you're right. The timer is awesome. The timer. The timer is great. Uh, It's a great looking toothbrush. It. uh, It's actually slimline. Mm -hmm. It's. It's attractive. Mm -hmm. And uh, the. What do you think about the toothpaste? Because I really like it. It's good. It's a good toothpaste. Yeah. No. No. So here's the deal. You go to quip.com/slash/atheist, and you and that'll get you save on to save on gift sets and get your first refill for free with a refill plan. Okay. So that's your first refill for free. You at getquip.com slash atheist. Uh-huh. Getquip.com slash atheist. Getquip.com. Should I do it again? Slash atheist. You did it. Yeah. Getquip.com <laughs> a slash atheist. You're an atheist. You need to brush your teeth. Here's the thing. If we yeah. atheists don't all look our best, if we don't have our gleaming pearly whites, yeah. they're not going to trust us. <laughs> They'll never come around... To our yeah. way of thinking, if we're yellow-teethed, gross people. Well, who wants to join in with that? No, nobody does. Yeah. Nobody does. No, that's rough. Listen, people brush too hard, with some, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The research is in. Quip has done their homework, people. Uh-huh. So go get your Quip. Sign up. You'll I, Like I said, it's the holiday season. It's a great... Now's a great time. You get, you'll save on all of your gift sets if mm-hmm. you go through us. And you'll get uh, a f- uh, your first free refill. I think that's great. So, uh, so and you support us. So yeah. go go to quip uh, quip dot com slash atheist, and uh, and you'll you can thank us later. <laughs> well, if you have anything that you'd like to add at this point in the show, there is more show coming up. There is more show, but you but can Dan, write to us. 
Oh, I'm just jumping in. Yeah, tell us how to do it. You do. You write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and click on the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Sure will. Hey, Dan. Hey, yo. I'm going to say a name. Okay. Sheila Zielinski. Oh. So, I, I, she's, I don't know who that is. I have is. no idea who this is. <laughs> I'm sorry, But guys. I did see a picture of her. Uh, I saw a and picture she as well. is a peach. Well, she looks exactly like what you would think a radical right-wing uh, conspiracy theorist would look like. If you ask me, she looks like, look, we're going to play her, a quick, a, her hair is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> she is amazing. She kind of looks bleach she, blonde. She looks, here's what she looks like. She looks like the mother of an Instagram influencer mm. who's trying to also be like her daughter and doesn't realize that she's in her sixties. There you go. That's what yeah. she looks like. Okay. Well, um, she's got some things to say. You know, in this country right now, Dan, um, Donald Trump, mm. uh, president of these United States. I don't. Please don't say that. <laughs> that hurts me when you he's, say that. Uh, he's staring down the barrel of impeachment. Yes, as he, we record, he will be impeached for sure. Yeah. Yep, and he, he will uh, not. He will not be convicted, but he will be impeached. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, um, she being the crazy right-wing zealot that she is, yeah. uh, she has something to say. And, uh, is it is that even an adequate something to say? Here, here's what you got to understand about her. <laughs> she had her thesaurus out when she wrote this thing. <laughs> okay. You guys? Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. We'll go with that. <laughs> we take authority over the powers, wicked spirits, thrones, mites, dominions, rulers, and the high places in the air, on the land, in the water, marine spirits, and even underground. We bind the strong man over this nation right now. All the territorial spirits operating over the nation. We bind, cage, chain, and command every devil that is operating against Donald J. Trump. We lift up Donald Trump and his family to you tonight. Satan, we bind you, rebuke you, and render you and your demons and workers of iniquity powerless against Donald Trump. We cut off and bring to naught the power of the spirit of the witch, wizard, warlock, witch doctors, divinators, magi, all these high priestesses and high priests and sorcerers that are sending attacks and assignments against him. We cut off all these supply lines, the seals, cords, altars, ligatures, ley lines, pathways, gates, these portals. We sever the silver cords of all these human spirits that are astral projecting in the name of Jesus we cut off every ritual custom ceremony hex vex spell incantation chan evil spoken word all the voodoo and hoodoo hulu julu santeria pelomeombe lord right now we loose civil war into the enemy's camp in agreement father we ask you to send billions of possible mighty warrior angels to make war on all these entities that are trying to destroy our president through these workers of iniquity even as Paul declared blindness upon the agents of darkness in the book of acts we too declare it 
all these evildoers that are taking part in evil plots against Donald Trump, we decree and declare that they will grope about as one in the darkness so their plans will not be carried out, including impeachment. We decree right now that our enemies are turning on each other. We send every curse back to those devils sevenfold and more if possible, Father. We ask you to deliver POTUS from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence and that you would grant him, Father, complete amnesty from his enemies. Right now we declare massive arrest warrants. Angels go deliver these massive arrest warrants right now. Lord, we thank you that you are the God who has fixed his throne upon righteousness and justice, which are the foundation of your name. And we decree and declare right now in agreement that no evil will befall this president. (laughs) Holy crap. Did she breathe at all in that entire, (laughs) however many minutes that was? Because I don't feel like she took a breath. Yeah, that was, she just went for it. She just literally like. And clearly had it all typed up. Yeah. It was not off the top. Come on, Sheila. That wasn't off the top of your head, lady. But even then, it was still impressive. (laughs) We bind and tape and handcuff. Hex vexen. Oh my God. Whatever else. Literally every uh, synonym she could find for any of these things. Damn. Do you know what she just did? (laughs) What's that? She cast a spell. This is not a prayer. This is, a, is, there's nothing about this that, that, that sounds like she... Okay, so she keeps saying father, father through the whole thing. Yeah. This is not... Mm-mm. I mean, take it, take it from the atheist, right? This is not a prayer. No. She is it's an casting incantation. a spell. It is 100% what she is, what she is doing. I just looked up, by the way, she has a book out called Power Prayers. Warfare <laughs> That Works. Oh, God. Oh Sheila, yeah. Oh Sheila, what's I'm so great sorry, is Sheila. So I went, I went to look at the reviews for this uh, on on Amazon. Yeah, and here's what. And as I predicted, I saw that there were a few one star reviews. Mostly, by far, the it is mostly five star reviews. <laughs> oh god. Uh, the one star reviews, though, unlike our show, where there are one star reviews, uh, but they're almost exclusively by. Christians who haven't actually listened to the show right. but saw the word atheist and just gave it a one star review. Right. Which, by the way, you guys go and give us five stars. If you're, yeah. We need to counteract. We need like seven of you to give us five stars to counteract every one douchebag that gives us the yeah, one star review. Yeah. And no four stars. None of that nonsense. Yeah, no. And even yeah. if even if that's what we you're deserve, all in or you're not in at all. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, however, I I do want to say that. Unlike our our show, her book, most of, a bunch of the one star reviews are from Christians who are like, "That's not how you pray. That's not the real way. <laughs> this isn't how Jesus taught us to pray." Yeah, it's not. So yeah, apparently, just saying all of the words you can think of that mean bind and all of the words that you can think of that mean spell and all of the words that you can think of that mean demon yeah this it doesn't make it more impressive when you have more words i don't know i was i was i was kind of moved by the whole thing <laughs> it, it is more impressive in one way like the way that it's not more impressive is like if there's an all-powerful all-knowing omnipotent god listening to you right He's not going to be confused by what... Like, there's no technicality. <laughs> oh, if, she got me. Oh, uh, she said... 
bind, but did she mean like a total binding, or did she mean like oh it's no, different it to out. me than that means something different to me than no? He knows what you mean. He knows your heart. Yeah. He All knows right. What's in your heart, Sheila? Sheila, get your Sheila, act together. You're doing it wrong, Sheila. You're praying wrong. Also, that's not your natural hair color. Just uh, let it. Let just, it go, Sheila. Sheila, let go. Come back Sheila. to nature. Be be as God intended you to be. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had a few people write into us. Ashley wrote in, "Hey Frank and Dan, I'm a new listener and I'm absolutely loving your podcast so Yay. far. So far, she says. Oh no, we could blow it at any moment. We could blow uh, it. Okay, watch out. we're working on it, Ashley. Anyway." Uh, while I paraded around my neighborhood pushing my baby in a stroller wearing PJs and a belt with two dogs attached, chuckling away at your Xmas Wars podcast, I heard the recording of Rick discussing the Jew coup. Yeah, oh, yeah you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, and I feel, and as a Jew, I feel really left out for not being invited to participate in such an awesome movement where the minute amount of us Jews apparently take over and rid the nation of Christians, LOL. I can't even type that with a straight face. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, thanks for always uh, making amazing episodes. By the way, who knits or crochets a trivet? trivet? I'd totally quilt one. Oh. I don't, we had trivet talk at one we point. We did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mean, you, yeah, you, you can, could quilt it. You could quilt it. But, I mean... You could... Um, you could <laughs> more trivet talk. We need yeah. it. You could weave one. You could, I think weaving. Oh, weaving. Weaving is really the nice. way to go. I've glued one together from <laughs> disparate parts. Welding? You, you could I weld would, a, a trivet? Yeah, the, not a good idea because you're just going to transfer the heat directly yeah. and burn a pattern into the top of your, yeah, your, you your get a, fine you table. Get a, you get a, a couple of layers of grid pattern going and maybe it can dis dissipate the... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Ashley, for that. Yes, uh, please join the Juku and get the Christians out as quickly as you can. We would appreciate it. The rest, the rest of us would yeah. like that. We should be rooting for that. Actually, we should be rooting for it. Now that now that Ashley's pointed it out, it makes all it makes is sense. Um, Tyler says, "Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, I'll be auditioning for the Utah Symphony in the near future. Oh, and was I wonder what he plays? I don't know what Tyler plays. How do you tease us and not tell us? You don't tell us. The, Are the we going to have a new oboist? <laughs> is it the timpani? We don't know." Anywho, uh, Tyler was wondering, if I made it, Tyler says, uh, uh, how, 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 never having been part of the Mormon community, would, uh, would, how, would, how would never having been part of the Mormon community affect the quality of life? I'm kind of concerned it would have a negative impact on my girlfriend's jobs, job prospects. Mm -hmm. Thanks for your insight. Well, Here's the thing. Uh, I he get also it. doesn't tell us what her job is. <clears throat> prospects no. would normally be elsewhere no. so that's tough but as far as the social question is concerned yeah i thought it was an interesting question because this kind of question is a legit thing to ask about wherever you're moving as yeah. atheists we need to be aware of like if you move to the south things are going to be different yeah. than if you move to you know con to, to connecticut or whatever <laughs> and if you move to utah well that's his own thing yeah i mean you say, uh, you know, the symphony. 
That's not going to be an issue. Right. Well, and it, but you, you know, you're going to be based in Salt Lake City. Yes. So there's no, there shouldn't be a problem there. No, you'll be fine. Stay as close to the center as you can. <laughs> and the uh, concentric circles going outward get increasingly uh, Mormony. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's fine. It's okay. Mormons are, are. I'll be honest with you. It's not as bad as like the South. It they're they're a they're. Passive aggressive, not aggressive aggressive. <laughs> they'll totally hire your girlfriend. It won't be a problem. Yeah. And then they'll talk about her at church. Right. With each well, other. Well, and then also depending on, on the field, I mean, she could be, yeah, who knows? She'll probably be perfectly fine. I don't know. Does, Again, she doesn't, she doesn't have any of those tattoos, does she? Because then she'll never get a job. <laughs> no, Salt Lake's great. Salt Lake's good. You'll yeah. be fine. Uh, and let us know if you if you get into our symphony. We uh, I I'm a symphony goer. Yeah. Or do you go to the symphony ever? Uh, no, not so much. I usually go once a year ish. Oh, really? Some some yeah. somewhere around that neighborhood. I would go. I guess I've just never, you know, had the the, the moment hasn't presented itself. Well, there you go. Tyler might be our in. There you go. I used to, I've, I've known some people who were in the symphony as well. Anyway, yeah. it's a great symphony. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, we we have some some new donors. I'm gonna start us off. Yeah, okay. With Parker, Parker, who, who is a new donor uh, over on the PayPal, uh, and he he's a new faithful donor. Thank you so much, Fantastic. Parker. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, we have also to join Parker as a new faithful. We have uh, Seal. Okay. <laughs> uh, Robin, John, and David. Oh, great. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. Seal? Seal. Just say seal. Seal. Um, and then we have uh, one new venerable listener, okay. Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. And we have a new beatified listener. Oh, praise be to she. Michelle. He. Oh, it is she. Yeah. You Great. Right. The first time. Thank you so much. Instinctively. Instinctively, I knew. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, these people. What did they do? They went to thankgodimatheist.com. They clicked on the support tab. They joined up um, on the Patreon. It should be called the... Do you want the Frank and Dan to like you more than they like other people? Yeah. Tab. Or do you want the show to no longer ever have an, have an ad on it? Right? That's pretty cool. Ad free shows. As soon as you become a supporter, you gain access to the ad free version. Boom. And what you're doing, just by doing that and getting yourself something good, you're getting us closer to having the show be completely listener supported, which yep. is where we want to be. Yep. So um, thank you, everyone who's shown up. And uh, and helped out in that regard, and then of course we have our top donor Dan, uh, our Lord and Savior, Hallelujah, Davis. <laughs> Dan, hello. Um. Sudden, unexpected displays of devotion. <laughs> well, I'll give you an example of just that sort of thing. Okay, we me. we teased it at the front of the, at the top of the show. Yeah, here's what happened. You and I were chilling. We're prepping for the for tonight's show. Yeah, yeah. We're figuring out what we're going to talk about for the for the night, for the yeah. week, for the everything. We're ah. we're going back and forth. You know what happens? A parade <laughs> in my backyard. It's like. Suddenly we're hearing drumming. I'm like, what? Look, I live in an old folks community. Right. Ain't nobody drumming. Right. 
But well, we're hearing, yeah, and we look out and there's clearly like lights on vehicles, like Christmas, like Christmas type lights and everything. Yeah. And I exclaim, you know, because we've talked about them and we've never experienced them. Christmas parade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it wasn't because my neighborhood is not that my neighborhood is uh Largely a uh, Latino neighborhood. That's correct. Here in these uh, in the state of Utah, and what we, what we did was we looked up uh, what Saints Day is today. Right, because it was clear it, it was clear it was some sort of procession. Yes, Not exactly. Not so much a parade. It was a parade. It was definitely. I mean, I mean I, the two they, they share a similar format. Yes, right. And today, uh, the, that's <laughs> December twelfth. Yeah, as we record. The Dia de la, la, de la Virgin de Guadalupe. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Virgin, Virgin. The Virgin Guadalupe. The yeah. Gu- yeah. Uh, yeah. And we saw her. We saw her. There she was. She, she pr- processed cr- right on past us, and, uh, and as did a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. It did, unfortunately, rain on their parade, which is <laughs> a very Liter- sad fact. Literally. Literally, it rained on them. Um, but that... but. But the question became, what are our feelings about when someone else's religion intrudes into our common space? I was utterly charmed by the event. <laughs> Absolutely. I was too. And I've, and I've had that experience before of like, like one time I was walking, I was just sort of walking down the streets in, uh, in New York, in yeah. New York City. And I turned a corner and went, because the entire street was closed off and there was shit happening everywhere. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm on board. So I sort of walked, like worked my way through the crowd yeah. and tried to figure out what it was. And it was, it was a saint procession. It was, yeah. This was a, a small little one block neighborhood of people who cared about this saint. It was, right. it was some Latin American group that makes sense to me sure yeah and you know they were selling empanadas and they were selling all kinds oh of my like god it was like fun no, stuff was happening wonderful. and i was like yes i'm in carry the and they're carrying the gi- big giant statue now i would say that it's exciting and charming mm-hmm. right um because it's f- it's foreign to you yes right because let me tell you if that had been a bunch of Utah Mormons in bonnets oh. per walking down the street, I would not have been charmed. I, I would not find that charming. I wouldn't in be the slightest. Okay, I would not find that charming. I would <laughs> be delighted. But they also don't do that. Well, what they do. I, so they, what you're referring to is kind of the the trek thing, which is yeah. which is Mormons actually. <laughs> Dress up like their pioneer ancestors <laughs> from in the from the mid eighteen hundreds, and they pull handcarts across, yeah. you know, a stretch of barren desert mm-hmm. or whatever, just to sort of experience what their forefathers experienced or whatever. Right. It's dumb and whatever, but I would if I ran across them doing it, I would pull over and be like, "Yay! <laughs> Yay!" <laughs> I just I find it all bizarre and goofy and yeah. stupid but fun and whatever. Like I'm look, if people are enjoying themselves, 
okay, what if it was just a horde of 19-year-old missionaries walking down the street? Uh, I'm just trying to find something, and there's nothing that, that really works. I think that that religious expression in other languages that I can't understand <laughs> is much more interesting uh, than if I can actually understand what's really going okay, on. Okay. Okay. Right? And for there to be like some statue that's being carried around. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, isn't that? I never get to see that in my normal life. Right. This is exciting. Look right? at how weird People, you guys are being. I've n- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I I, I hate it. Yeah. But it's a little patronizing. It's right. totally bad. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Look, culture is culture, and I I I'm kind of down with it. Here's the pro. Here's the thing. I think I would hate it if I lived in an area and it was like this thing that intruded on my life constantly, all the time. Jesus Christ, another saint. Right. Yeah. How exactly. How many saints do these people have? And there are certain things that I I I find charming and certain things that I find charming that other people don't. I used to live within earshot of a cathedral and the bells would ring on the hour. That's charming. I like that. Yeah. Other people hate that. Right. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, But there are, then there are moments when religion intrudes on your space and it is, it's just so tiring. When you go guess, when you go into the convenience store and you just want to buy a donut and a Mountain Dew, which I don't do, but like I used to, and uh, and you look down and you see like religious tracts sitting uh, there that they want you to take, yeah. or somebody's outside the business trying to hand you something or oh, whatever, God, yeah, and no. like the worst proselytization is maybe the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but that's not what that's not what this is. But it is. I mean, well, no, okay. Like th- that's what I'm saying. Like that's where I draw the line. That's where the line for me is drawn. Right. When you start to get me on board with your thing, right. instead of just because most of these things, they're like they're we're doing our thing, and if you want to participate, come on in. And if you you know or you know what I mean, like things like these processions. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch, if you want to rub elbows with with the adherents as long as you're not interfering mm-hmm. they're usually fine they usually like it mm. but as long as you're not buttoning into their shit like in in a way that's inappropriate right well this is where and it's they're also, not buttoning into your shit yeah. in a way that's inappropriate but this is where it's helpful when you don't speak the same language <laughs> <laughs> You yes. can at least pretend like you don't. Right, yeah, right. exactly. You just feign ignorance. Yeah. Did you ever pretend like you didn't speak Italian when you were in Italy? Uh I'll specifically. I'll bet you didn't. No. Because there may have been some moments. The, the, that for for what I was there doing, like yeah. that wasn't really the point. Well, right, but there I'm just thinking that there might have been some moments where it was like it, now it is interesting to eavesdrop when people are talking about you, right? Yeah, and they don't think that you could ever possibly know what they're saying, right? That's always a different, but that's that's like a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I not d- not to like make my life easier, right? Did I ever pretend like I? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you saying? <laughs> no, speako Italiano. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I just think 
I think the language barrier is an interesting thing. <laughs> I think there's something about having just even a cultural barrier mm -hmm. where you don't know how to do it. And so you just sort of, you're, you're going to be quiet and you're going to, you know, you're just going to sort of keep it at a, at a little safe distance uh -huh. or whatever. That's fun. And try to do the, the whatever the dance move is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's doing the thing. Somebody grabs your arm and says, come on. And they, they're teaching you the thing and stuff. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. If, if you're up for it. Well, and I will say there that there is a difference between a festival feel uh -huh. and something that's a little too, you know, mm. serious. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's a very uh, sort of dour mm -hmm. affair. Yeah, I don't. Then that's a different thing. I don't thing. want that. No, no. No, like a funeral procession or something. Or you don't join in. Don't join in. Don't, yeah. Oh, look at if, this. It's charming. If everyone's quiet and wearing black, probably don't join in. That is the craziest hearse I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if you've ever seen a funeral in Italy, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. This, they do some stuff. But, <laughs> what? That's a hearse? I love it. I it's love huge. It. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think here's the thing. I think, uh, we as atheists tend a lot of atheists, you and I are not that particularly grumpy about this sort of stuff, but a lot of atheists understandably are sick of religion being just thrown in their face, mm -hmm. left, right, and center. I, I, politically it's happening all over the world. Right. It's just like, it's so, they go out of their way to be oppressive yeah in every sense of that word <clears throat> so yeah. i get that it can be a lot it can be a bit much yeah i know i think it's different when you grow up in a cult as well you know like we did yeah yeah so like the when you see like sort of mainstream <laughs> displays of public displays of religion you're just like that that have it's just like oh that have a few kind of cool well it's kind of nice when when they have you know a few thousand years of history behind yeah. them and they just they're just they're they're doing stuff that's got just so much weirdness behind it it's weird strangely for the most part I'll say for this is truly just for the most part it it has a way of being weird without being creepy yeah whereas like Mormonism has a way of being creepy and weird yeah. and just ugh, but th maybe that's for us and i know also, other people have said i don't find mormons creepy i know, you know i have listeners and it's just like i find mormons to be i just find them infinitely creepy like i'm just always creeped out <laughs> by mormons i get too many of them around and i'm just like oh god it's just so it's just so boring is what it is it's so matter of fact i drove past i'll just relay this real quick i drove past a billboard today mm -hmm. that was for it was advertising a a vocal group a local vocal group an, an acapella <laughs> like a christmas thing called voicemail m-a-l-e <laughs> which, which is the most vomitous name you could possibly have come up with for your acapella group but it's uh, you know six or 20 or whatever white boys Mormon boys, oh. and we actually—I looked up like some of their songs, and I was, you know, I played one of their Christmas songs, and it is as boring a version uh. of every song as you could possibly like. Like they were like, they somebody somebody tried a little trill, and they were like, "Oh, that's very too fancy." <laughs> it felt like 
felt like Amish people trying to do Christmas music. It was so white bread. It was, it's just as oh. vanilla as it comes. And that's Mormonism. And that's why, of course, they're not going to do anything as interesting as like a procession for the Virgin or whatever. Because right. right. they don't have anything that's that interesting. Right. You were describing this whole thing, and I literally, and I'm not exaggerating, I had a gag reflex. <laughs> I was just like, I almost threw up on the microphone. Oh, boy. And I'm dead serious. I don't know why I had that reaction. Uh, like, I was just like, uh, uh. <laughs> I know what these guys look like. Yeah. I know how they behave in public. Yeah, you know how they treat their wife <laughs> behind closed doors. Oh, like we can we can tell you straight down the barrel how every one of these guys. <laughs> oh. Here's my conclusion, and it may be different from yours. I don't know. Uh, you tell okay. me. Uh, right. I I'm interested to hear where you land on this. But my conclusion is basically this. Any different, any way that we can uh, celebrate and enjoy Diff cultural differences sure. is going to be a good thing. And yes. that and that applies not just to culture, but to religion as well. Right. As long as they're not proselytizing to us, yeah. trying to convince us to join their mm -hmm. creepy whatever right, you know, cannibal cult Catholics, right. then uh then I'm I'm down. Have some fun. Do something cool. Yeah. Have a festival. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Essentially, what we what we saw tonight, right? Yeah, was uh, self-contained, right? Except for the fact that it was blocking some traffic. Yeah, right. And so it's like that. I, I can handle a little traffic being blocked. Yeah, it wasn't preaching. Aside from the drums, it really wasn't really loud. No, right. It was just kind of moving at a slow pace through the neighborhood. Getting rained on. Getting rained on. And it, it, it just felt, aside from, it felt for me harmless. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I like that. I like diversity in the world. I like seeing different things. Um, I like different cultures. Yeah. I think it, all of it makes the world a much more interesting place. Um, and to be honest, like a culture that has like fun little funky little processions and whatnot. Like I, I'm almost saddened by the thought of like what I ultimately want, which is fewer religious people in the world. Right. More people based in fact and science and reality. Right. We're going to have to start like, coming up with some atheist like, processions. I, I kind of, I, I, it makes me a little sad to think that, that some of these things that are practiced around the world are going to go away. Well, listen, if we get our way. Listen, right? and so like atheists are still celebrating Christmas. Yeah. Hopefully they'll did these will just transition into some weird celebration of something else. Yeah, but I don't know that without devotion do I show up on a rainy night. Uh, yeah. To like I mean walk behind a pickup with frankly, a lot Virgin of, Mary. <laughs> I gotta think a lot of those people were there because it celebrates their cultural heritage more than their religion. You know I don't what think I mean? That's true at all. I think that they're there because that they you know would it venerate the 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 virgin virgin of guadalupe well yeah. we'll never know because they're gone now yeah, yeah. anyway uh i'm sure that some of our listeners a have some thoughts on 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 where they fall on this yeah. and b maybe have some stories about when 
someone else's religion intruded interestingly into their lives. If you do, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We always love to hear from you. The yep. telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while you're there on Facebook, search for the TGIA members only lounge request to join. Is a closed group. We will let you in. Yes, and you might as well follow us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah. So you never that's, know. That's fun. We could tweet. It happens. It's been known to happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her work on this, the web, on the Facebook page. Thanks to Amy and Danny for moderating the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks so much to all y'all for tuning in. Bye-bye. Ciao.